craft beer radio coverage of the GABF Beer and Food Pavilion. While at the Great American Beer Festival, we recorded the sessions that were held at the Food and Beer Pavilion. This session is Beer and Cheese, Pure Indulgence with Randy Mosher. Carolyn Smigalski explains everything in the introduction, so I won't repeat it here. We had some technical difficulties the first night that I didn't realize till it was over. This is the last session, which has poor audio. The rest of them after this one is fine.
uh, you know, that sort of thing. So those are one of the commonalities. And then we're going to look to manage the contrast, right? So we have beer that might be bitter, it might be roasty, uh, foods that might be fatty, that might be uh, sweet. And those are, those are tongue tastes, right? Those are all things that happen on your tongue. How many people know what umami is? Pretty good, but the rest of you better slice up. Umami is a new taste on your tongue that they found a few years ago. It's basically savory, protein kind of thing. We'll talk about that when we get to the good. It's all the time. And so the third, so one, two, three things, we're done. Right? Pretty simple. So we're managing the taste. You know, bitterness balances out sweetness. Duh. You know, it seems obvious. You know, I like to put carrot cake and IPA together. Because those are like matter and antimatter in your mouth. They explode each other. It's fantastic. Works with cheesecake too. You should try that sometime. Flavors. The rind is edible, so, so eat, eat some of the rind. 
goodness of Jesus. Just unbelievable. There's no wine in the world that can deal with this cheese, I guarantee you. This is really nasty. The beer we're tasting here is uh, a beer called Saison Rue. It's from a, a small and relatively new California microbrewery located in Placentia in Orange County. Uh, it's run by a guy named Patrick Rue who got through with his law degree and decided he really didn't like law all that much. And he'd really much rather open a brewery. And so he's done it, I think, for about two years now. And uh, making fantastic Belgian-style big bottles. So let's have a taste. It's a huge Saison. Saison's a farmhouse-style beer, a rustic beer from northern France, western Belgium. This is a very large example. Lots of spiciness to it, peppery notes, you know, that's kind of characteristic because that pepper, spicy, and anybody get kind of earthiness out of this? So you get these earthy, barnyard, kind of uh, barny, animal kind of smells from the yeast that are used to make Saison. And so I thought it'd be nice to have element between the cheese and the beer to be that earthy barnyard thing. And that's often the case with goat cheese. You can use a beer with a goat cheese and it has a little bit of earthiness to it. And it really brings out the earthiness in the goat cheese and kind of connects it. And then in terms of the contrast, we have this reasonably alcoholic, I think this is about 7, somewhere between 7 and 8 percent. It's not gigantic, but it's plenty of alcohol, lots of carbonation, very highly carbonated. It's dry on the palate. It really cuts right through that Each other. The earthiness of 
do some cheese things. And some of these pairings tonight are really like, you can't, you almost can't go wrong. And, and, it, and especially when you get to the higher end cheeses like we're doing tonight. These big luxurious cheeses, you know, we're going to put the, we're going to put the Bourbon County Stout with the Gouda, and we're going to do uh, Bigfoot with the, the uh, with the uh, blue cheese. But you can swap those around and it would work perfectly well. You know, you would have a different experience, but you go in and you get a really big taste in cheese and a really big taste in beer. You would just not go get it online. And in fact, cheese is, you know, in general, is not a bad thing. One more thought about wine. It, it, one of the things about white cheese, and especially red wine, is bad, is that cheese coats your mouth. Right? When you eat a piece of cheese, that oil, your mouth warms up that oil and liquefies it. And that stuff blocks on your tissue. Right? It just sticks. And so, makes it really hard for the flavors in the wine to get into your tongue. Right? So that means that, you know, it, and there's an old convention in the wine business that if you're trying to sell wine, maybe that's not the best wine. If you offer people a piece of cheese, you can't really taste how bad it is, you know? And so, so, that, so, so that really dulls the power for, you know, for wine. And so really, I mean, a lot of people drink nice nice red wines with cheese, but they're just throwing their money away because you can't taste how good the wine is because the cheese is sort of blurred your, blurred your palate. So we get close here. We got some, got some closely around. Okay, so the second pairing is a, is a triple cream cheese, and I don't even know which one they ended up with. There were a number of different cheeses. There's Belize de Bourgogne, and there's a... Um, some American dairies that are making these uh, triple cream cheeses, but these are basically, they start with whole milk and they add extra cream, so they get to a very high fat content, and I don't know what it is, but I think it's 60 or 70, like at least 70% fat content, it's very hot, so this is extremely rich and buttery cheese, so go ahead and have a taste, um, man, I love that Saison. Saint Andre. Okay. So the cheese you have is a, is a brand called Saint Andre. That's not a hard cheese to find. You can probably get it at the grocery store. It is French. Comes in a wheel about that big around. And again, it has that same kind of blooming rind. But this is a cow cheese. And because it's a cow cheese and not a goat cheese, it has that really familiar buttery kind of character. But it also doesn't have that earthy animal thing that goat cheese has. So let's have a taste. It's very creamy.
there too. He was there too. But lots of great people came out there. So anyway, what do you think of the combination? It's just, I guarantee you, any triple, any triple cream cannot go wrong. It's so elegant. It's really deserved, really, almost, right? It's, it's, it's so, that cheese is just butter. It's just pure butter. It's not, you know, and, and, that, and, and so you can't put a really strongly flavored beer with it. That's why I picked a triple. The triple is highly carbonated and has a lot of alcohol, but it doesn't have a really strong flavor. It's a little bit of kind of that crazy Belgian yeast character, which sort of matches up against, again, with the sort of, uh, that moldy rind that's on here that's not very moldy tasting, but it's a little bit early. And, and that just makes a great beer. You can do the same thing with the brie. You can get a bigger brie. You know, a lot of brie is sort of ordinary, but um, you can do a uh, you know a strong Belgian bowl with the brie. Or you can now we're serving about an ounce of cheese to all of you. So these are quarter ounce samples, and that's a, you know we're having probably. I mean. Cheese. This stuff is so good. So now, the next beer we have coming around is Bourbon County Stout. They have 950 barrels of this stuff sitting at Goose Island right now. I mean, bourbon barrels, right? And they got 250 more on order. They've got some special barrels that they bought from, uh, I think it's Pappy Van Winkle. It's a 25, it's a 20, what is it? It's a 22-year-old bourbon, a 21, 23-year-old. That's John J. Hall back there. He's the uh, brewmaster or the chief brewer, whatever his title is. He's the man right there. So it's 23-year-old barrels, and they're going to put some beer in them and wait two years so that they can serve them for their 25th anniversary. So look for that in a couple of years. It's going to be, I don't know what they're going to put in it, but it will be mind-bending, I guarantee you. It's a 23-year-old bourbon barrel.
and cheese scale with blue cheese and IPA, and, and it will be totally right. Blue cheese, also a lot of people like it with imperial stout. So, you know, again, blue cheese, very versatile. You know, it's a lot of stuff you can do with it. I think that the, that the mole character in the blue cheese really suits, really somehow matches up with the herbal nature of hops. Because let's all remember, hops are nerve. You know, so, so that herbal nature is brought out by the nature of, uh, of, of the hops and blue cheese. So let's, let's see how this works. And oh, and this, will, this fat will annihilate the hops. So look for that. This is a very hoppy beer. Salty, creamy, fatty, and that blue thing. That is great cheese. listening to craft beer radio the theme music is money or time from the lights out email us beer at craftbeerradio.com or follow us on twitter twitter.com slash jeff bear and twitter.com slash gm white craft beer radio is released under the creative commons license visit craftbeerradio.com for more information 
Radio Time, but you never get a word for us.